0: Monday night, it's April 17th, 2023, it's 6.30 Eastern Time, it's 5.30 Central Time, so you know what that means. A brand new episode of the Tan and J-Man Show, coming at you for everybody out there in the Tannin' J-Man Show Nation, episode 335, if anybody out there is keeping track, which I know you're not, but I like to say it anyways. I'm Tanner Lee, my co-host Josh the J-Man Month, is over in Illinois. Is it warmer in Illinois than it is here in Indiana? No.
1: It, uh, I woke up this morning, I left for work, at uh, 5.30 this morning and I had to clear snow off my windshield. Um, mm. Yeah, 48 hours ago it was 84 degrees.
0: Yep, and we knew it was coming. We didn't want to believe the forecast, but we knew it was coming. And mm. here it is, uh, you know, even though it's spring, the uh, cold temps want one more blast, hopefully just one more, one more blast at us before it's all said and done. So. We'll see. Did You, uh, you, did you get, know I know, you never know. It's, it could snow in May. Um, did you get out and enjoy the warm weather this weekend at all?
1: Yeah, I uh, went and uh, I grilled some steaks at my mother-in-law's house on nice. Saturday. It was kind of nice, nice. sitting outside, uh, and then we sat outside um, for a while. But uh, for the first time, I was able to uh, actually enjoy the weather. Did you hit, uh, hit up the golf course at all?
0: I, I did. I finally got out to the oh. driving range Saturday. And stupid me, instead of just easing my way into it, uh, you know, when the lady asked, "You want a small bag of balls or a large bag?" <laughs> Give me the large. My body's still sore.
1: <laughs> Three days
0: later, my whole left side, ribs, everything—just muscles you haven't used in five or six months—and and, and uh, oh boy, did the rust need to come off. The first, I think it took seven balls to get one airborne grounders nice. grounder grounder <laughs> you know it was embarrassing all these other people have been playing this year next uh-huh. to me on the range they're hitting it just fine here i am just looking like a hack <laughs> but it was fun it was a great day for it um and the, the course was packed. I didn't play, of course. I just went to the driving range and then the putting green and chip and putt. But I heard people say in the clubhouse that people were coming into play and they had to wait for carts because they were out of carts. So they had to wait wow. for people to finish before they could get their carts. So uh, good to see. Good to see for all the golf courses out there. I mean, everybody's just itching to get outside and, yeah. and do something. Um, it would have been a great weekend, or Saturday would have been a great day to catch a baseball game. Um Sunday not so much, and today definitely not so much. But uh, uh,
1: I I remember when I was at um, when I was going to school in Kokomo, it was I think it was like December sixteenth or so, right before Christmas break. We had a rare like fifty degree day, and the golf course was packed on like a random Tuesday because they knew that's that's probably the last time they're going to be able to hit the course in about three oh, months. Oh yeah, so I, yeah, I can imagine it, uh, it was packed this weekend all across.
0: It's rare if you can get out in any of the winter months, but I know people who have golfed at least once a month throughout the whole calendar year before. So it's if you, if if the course is open and if it's no snow on the ground, go for it. But uh nonetheless, yeah, it was nice to enjoy that weather uh, this weekend and hope it comes back soon cuz okay. it just may, it puts everybody in a everybody in a better mood.
1: Too. It sure does. So I have some birdie bogey here for you. Um I think for whatever reason, I feel like now that I'm reading this, that I've seen this or we've had this trivia question on the show before. Um, but Steph Curry, Draymond Green, and Klay Thompson have won 93 playoff games together, which is tied for third most by any trio in NBA history. What trio of players has the most playoff wins together? It's pretty You know, I, I
0: think we've either had this or something similar, but... Even if we've had it, I don't remember what what the answer was. So, uh, um, I'll I'll even give you
1: the team that or the trio that has the second most. It's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Magic Johnson, and Michael Cooper, had 110 uh, um, w's um, together in uh, the
0: NBA postseason. I wouldn't have guessed Michael Cooper. I didn't know who that was.
1: Yeah, that's that's why I'm giving you that one. I f- I figured you could get uh, Kareem and Magic, but uh, yeah. Michael Cooper really good player, but uh, I don't think we would really Interesting. Pretty uh, hmm. Bogey is brought to you by Arlington Public House. Arlington Public House has upscale cuisine and cocktails with a casual atmosphere located 703 Main Street, Rochester, Indiana. Come in and check out their golf simulators. But wait, we have more than golf. Throw some football, hit some zombies, and so much more. Ask us about renting the simulators for parties and meetings. Just saw that on their Facebook today.
0: And, and did you see their uh, special tonight? Oh, 2 dollar smoked wings
1: and one off domestic beers. Every man, those wings look good too.
0: I like oh, wings yeah. and I like domestic uh, beers. so. <laughs>
1: yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man, they're, all their food is good.
0: In, in in their um I think it might be online today. I might be if 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 not, it hopefully is tomorrow or whenever you listen to the podcast. Uh their new menu for Arlington's coming out. They mm-hmm. debuted it this weekend. Um I know it wasn't up online this weekend, so I am um, excited so to check that out. Yeah, me too. Me too. Me too. But I do have the Facebook page up and running for anybody watching uh, live on the ISC Sports Network. If you want to comment or send us question, a question tonight, uh, <laughs> we would appreciate it. Uh, uh, we already have a guest to the birdie or bogey. Um, I will save the person's guest for later just in case – just in case it is right or wrong. I might use it, I might not, but we do have a guess from somebody watching. I'm going to go Davis. look it up
1: right now, and uh, I am gonna <laughs> I will uh, personal message them to tell them they are wrong or right.
0: <laughs> there you go. There you go. But uh, Well, we were talking about NBA. We don't talk about NBA very often on this show, but this time of year we start talking about the NBA a little more. Um, I, I think it's fitting we talk NBA playoffs. Since the NBA playoffs are underway, the playing games finished up, and now uh, the series, some of the series are 1-0, and others are uh, starting their game one tonight.
1: Yeah, um, haven't watched a second. Uh, we are uh, bad NBA fans. Um, we, I, I mean, we've been on record saying we stick to NFL, college sports, and then me baseball and some golf mm-hmm. in there as well. Um, mm mm-hmm. Don't talk NBA really at all. Um, Not too much. To Be honest, I don't. Li- I, I I don't like the league. Um, I think it's full of a bunch of uh, too too. There's too many egos, and I, I know that's the way it is in every sport. But the drama off the court that fills the NBA uh, with players hating each other and there's fights. It, it's it's just it, it doesn't interest me
0: whatsoever. I will say I enjoy watching the playoffs a lot more in the regular season because guys seem to oh, sure. care more, of course, like they should, because there's a lot on the line mm-hmm. and they seem to try more and give more effort. It was interesting to me yesterday that the Nuggets were the only home team to win out of the four games yesterday. Yeah. It was a good day to be a road team. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. Clippers went into Phoenix and Kawhi Leonard, up 38. And the heat kind of uh, shocked uh, Milwaukee going in there. For whatever reason, I don't know if Giannis got hurt or was in foul trouble. He did get hurt. 10 minutes.
0: Got hurt. And uh, I don't know. I think it was his hip. And if he if he's not 100%, that changes that series yeah. up completely. Oh, for sure. Um, and then the Lakers went into Memphis,
1: and I think they ended the game on like a 15-0 run, something like that.
0: Uh, they're one of the more dangerous um, seven seeds ever. Yeah,
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Especially if Anthony Davis stays healthy, which somebody looks at him wrong and he breaks a (laughs)
0: breaks an arm or something. Uh, He's fragile, but but uh, who who do you like? Who who who's your finals matchup? Or or I guess we can go series by series. Really, um, figure it out from there. Um, Um, I I I
1: literally have to look at a bracket because I I got I got it Um, I got it
0: here I got it here. So we'll start with. the series is that started Saturday, which was Nets-Sixers, and the Sixers are up 1-0 in that series. Who do you like coming out of that one?
1: I think Sixers sweep them. Um, Nets after losing Durant. I, I think they probably got a little better when Kyrie left. It seems seems to be a theme um, of Kyrie's career. But uh, losing Kevin Durant, uh, the fact that they hung in there and still made the playoff after uh, – after the entire roster was traded away, um, it's pretty. Uh, it's
0: a testament to their
1: uh, to their uh, character.
0: That's the three six matchup in the East. Uh, the winner of that series would play the winner of two seed Boston against seven seed Atlanta. Boston's got a one zero lead in that. Who do you like in that series? Yeah,
1: give me Boston. They probably sweep them as well.
0: I agree with you on both of those fronts so far. I like the Sixers and I like Boston. Um, the 1 8 matchup Bucks and Heat. So, we were just mentioning the Heat have a 1 0 lead in that series. A Heat or a dangerous eight,
1: um, for sure. I, it's They're at least an eight where Milwaukee looks at them and are like, they're a little more scared than they would be if they were playing Atlanta or uh, some other team that would have won the play-end games. But uh, uh, I, I think Milwaukee ultimately wins. I assume Giannis will be okay. I haven't heard a status report on him whatsoever. But uh, the fact that it's not all over Twitter that he's out for the series or something is uh, probably a good sign.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I think Milwaukee wins, but I think it, I think it goes a little ways. I think it's going to be a test mm-hmm. for him. And then Although, the
1: tricky uh, Tower, one. Our hero did break his hand yesterday.
0: Yep. So, um, um,
1: I don't know how long he will be out.
0: <clears throat> so somebody else is going to uh, have to be save the day for the for the heat there. Robinson, you, you know because you know, the he, hero's out so somebody else has to save the day you get get my dad joke there <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, took me um, a while, but i
0: got uh the 4-5 matchups an intriguing one to me Cavaliers Knicks Knicks have a 1-0 lead in that series
1: yeah that's that i i think will go 7 games um if i had to guess cuz i think uh Cleveland's obviously really good Donovan Mitchell superstar uh, Knicks are really good as well. Uh, picking up Jalen Brunson this offseason was maybe the pickup of the offseason. He's a winner. Uh, for uh, he. I mean, he, he is, and he's averaging over 20 points a game. He's just a point guard, winner, does everything well. Um, I will give the Knicks uh, that win, mainly just because they won game one on the road.
0: I'll take the Cavaliers to be different. I wanted to go different in one series. So I'll take the Cavs. So you have Bucks, Knicks. I have Bucs, Cavaliers. Who do you have getting out of that one and on to the Eastern Conference Finals? I have Bucs, Knicks. Mm-hmm.
1: Is that what you said? Mm-hmm. Um, give me the Bucks.
0: Yeah, I'll take the Bucs over the Cavaliers. Um, and then we both have the Sixers against the Celtics. Who do you like in that one? have Boston. Awesome. I will take Boston as well, so we both have the Bucks against the Celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals. So chalk, really, one and two. Yeah. Um, who do you like representing the East? Uh, I think Boston gets back this year, and I hate agreeing with you, but I agree. I agree. Right. Um, I think. I think the Celtics are they're they're pretty darn good. Mm. Over in the West, the one eight you got the Denver Nuggets as the one seed, the Minnesota Timberwolves as the eight. The Nuggets are up one zip. They kind of they put the hammer to the Timberwolves last night. Um, I think this is a sweep. I think Denver sweeps them.
1: Probably, yeah, I agree.
0: Um, really good. Once again, these four and fives. I like I like these matchups. Uh, Phoenix Suns are the four seed. The LA Clippers are the five seed. Clippers are up one game to zero. Um. I think that also goes
1: seven. I think that four or five matchup goes seven. And, uh, I think Phoenix ultimately gets it done. Um, but, uh, the fact that, uh, the fact that LA went in there and Kawhi, I mean, Kawhi barely plays in the regular season comes out and <laughs> he postseason puts up 38. Um, <laughs> Clippers are a dangerous team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Clippers are a dangerous team.
0: Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I think this, I think the Suns are a little better, uh, but it would shock me either way. It's a toss up really. Yeah. Um, the 3-6, the uh, Sacramento Kings, man, when's the last time we could even talk about them in the playoffs, let alone being a top three seed. They have a 1-0 lead over the six-seeded Golden State Warriors. In- um,
1: their game on – they play on Saturday against uh, Golden State. That was their first ABC game since 2007. That's unbelievable. Um, Al, Al Michaels commented that game for ABC. Yeah. Um, I really want to pick Golden State, or I really want to pick Sacramento. Uh, De'Aaron Fox and uh, Malik Monk were unbelievable the other night. Um, give me Golden State, though.
0: We almost had an all-time Tana J Man show blooper there. <laughs> I went. To, I went to let my dog out of the room, and I stepped on his bone, and I about just biffed it. It would have been live on ISC Sports Network, but we're all good. Uh, who'd you pick? I'm sorry. I was. I was letting him out because he was uh, about to bark I'm, his
1: head off if I didn't. So, I uh, I picked Golden State.
0: I'll take the Kings. Then I was. I wanted to take Golden State, but I, I just don't want to agree with you on everything. I I just think though the experience of Golden State in a close series, will be the difference maker. Yeah. Um, and I did watch. That was the most I watched was of that game over the weekend of any of the games. And Steph Curry, man, guy's unbelievable. He makes some jump shots that are just like the defenders isn't giving him any room. And he's pretty much shooting with like one leg back and just drilling them. It's like, how do you guard this guy? Unbelievable. And then the 2-7 matchups, the two-seeded Memphis Grizzlies, 7 seed LA Lakers, who have a 1-0 lead.
1: I really want to pick Memphis, but uh, I've kind of started to dislike John Miranda a little bit. Um, that whole team, kind of Dylan Brooks, I, they just, they talk a lot of trash, and they haven't won a
0: whole lot. Uh, give me LA. I will take Memphis. Uh, it would not shock me in the slightest if LA wins this series, but I will take... Uh, I will take Memphis just just to be different. Just to be different. So we both have the Nuggets and the Suns. Give me Phoenix.
1: Um, I I just think they have the superstars to get it done. Obviously, Jokic is really good um, there, but I he's he's I mean he's back. to, He's won back to back MVPs, but I still don't think the league fears him.
0: You no, know, I I still don't think he gets the respect he deserves for winning back to back MVPs and darn near putting up a triple double every night. Um, but I, I think the Nuggets I think the Nuggets are the better team. Um I think Mike it really's gonna come down to Michael Porter Jr.'s play for the Nuggets to get where they want to go. Um and I will take the Nuggets over the Suns in this one. Um you can't
1: help yourself but pick a Colorado team. I, so I can't.
0: Worry. I can't. Um you have the Warriors, Lakers, and I have the Kings Grizzlies. Uh give me Golden State in that one. I will take you know, I'll take the Kings. Kings over the Grizzlies. Why not? Man. Why not? I don't know. I don't like either one of them in that matchup, so <laughs> why not? Um, okay, so your Western Conference Finals, the Warriors and the Suns. Mine's the Nuggets and the Kings. Give me the Phoenix Suns. The Suns, uh, Suns-Celtics Finals for you. I'll take the Nuggets over the Kings, so I have a Nuggets-Celtics Finals. Who's going to be your 2022-2023 NBA Finals? champion i think boston gets it done after losing last
1: year uh they they were in it last year right i hope they were in it last year um they lost golden state correct yeah okay uh i think boston uh, boston gets it done
0: i will agree with you i I think the nuggets get there for the first time in their franchise history but they can't finish the story um and i think boston city that wins enough championships adds another one so yep We'll see. We'll see. It's usually the NBA, we don't see a ton of upsets. We don't see, you know, anybody lower than a four seed make the finals very often. So we will see. Be interesting. Will be interesting. Um, Any other NBA notes? I have, uh, I want to
1: see, it feels like I favorited some stuff on Twitter over the weekend, but uh, it does not uh, look like I did. As far as NBA goes, because I've been I've been favored in a bunch of stuff just to be able to uh, bring it to the show since we're reaching the time of the season or the time of the year where uh, not a whole lot uh, can be talked about. But uh, I did not. I have nothing else.
0: Well, next week, um, I'll have my second and final NFL mock draft, Mm -hmm. which starting to see some smoke screens out there couple reports, I see the odds of Bryce Young going to the Panthers number one overall went up big time today mm-hmm. in Vegas. Um, he canceled his visits to every other team that's not named the Panthers or the Texans, which, why? I mean, he's going to go one or two. Um, you know, the Texans are out there saying they'll listen to trade offers. Um, I don't know. It's it's smokescreen season. It's yep. hard, to, um, hard to believe what Houston, you're reading.
1: Houston's in a weird spot uh, as far as – there's reports coming out that their, gym, uh, their general manager, Nick Casario, is going to go back to uh, New England after the NFL draft. So um, he came out today and said, I'm almost embarrassed to even have to say anything, but no, I'm not leaving. That obviously doesn't mean anything. Uh, if we've learned anything over the years of watching sports or anything, uh, guys lie all the time. Uh, but uh, the fact that those reports came out, there was obviously a little bit of smoke to him. He, he was the number two guy uh, in New England, uh, player personnel guy obviously under bill. Uh, but, uh, Houston, I mean, his t- his tenure in Houston has been a disaster so far, so I wouldn't blame him for wanting to get out, but, uh, it seems like Houston would have fired him before he would have left. But, uh, we'll see if that comes to fruition or not. Uh, it's always, um, if he's going to leave, uh, if I'm Houston, I have a hard time holding him, um, through the draft, but at the same time, then you're kind of, <laughs> who are we going to have make these draft picks for us? Uh, so if that, uh, does happen that'll be kind of an interesting wrinkle
0: yeah and it's uh you know if you're an indianapolis colts fan you're really intrigued by all this because you're sitting there at four mm-hmm. but if you want young or stroud you got to find your way up to two or three probably two yeah, we, and but obviously why would the texans trade the with why would the texans trade with somebody in their division yeah they wouldn't so yeah yeah you know, it'll be interesting we'll see all, what happens
1: all, all, although at the same time. I uh, think it would be more likely that Houston's okay with taking the Indianapolis Colts draft picks than they would be um, trading up. With That's a good uh, point,
0: yeah. So it's a good point. Good point. So, and since we're on the NFL topic, it's not doesn't have anything to do with the draft, but it's the big headline in the NFL today. Jalen Hurts, quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles, got absolutely paid today. Absolutely paid. paid. Yeah, I first. Uh, yeah, There's
1: no trade clause in uh, Philadelphia Eagles history that they've given out. Um, how, how much was guaranteed of that money?
0: Million? $179.304 million guaranteed of the $255 million ex- extension. He became the highest paid player in NFL history. Um, the deal was negotiated by Nicole Lynn of Clutch Sports Group and Eagles GM Harry Roseman. Um, Jalen Group's Jalen groups. Jalen Hurts's g- agent group is all females. Interesting. Only time that's ever been done in uh, NFL history, maybe pro sports history, where his Probably his good. whole yeah, cool. team is all females. So very cool. Very cool yeah. they got that done. Good for him. I am surprised at the number. But like I text you and our, our friends, the money getting thrown around in pro sports anymore is just astonishing.
1: Yeah. Uh, Joe Burrow's on deck, and he is going to get more than that. So
0: what do you think this means for Lamar?
1: Um, I still think there was a little bit of collusion involved for whatever reason against Lamar. I um, mean, he's won an MVP, all that. And then they Ravens go out and sign OBJ. It looks like Lamar's going to come back, but then you haven't heard anything since OBJ's uh, signed. So um, it's been awfully quiet on the Lamar front. Maybe they're waiting for the Aaron Rodgers domino to kind of fall first. Uh, Who knows if that's going to happen, because it sounds like the Jets kind of got scared off because Rogers went on to the McAfee show and said when he went into his darkness retreat, he was 90 percent retired. So that that would scare some teams off, uh, especially if they've given up first round picks or given him a ton of money. Um, So who knows if that actually happens now? And I I I think once we see the Rogers situation resolved, I think that's when uh, Lamar gets resolved as well.
0: Yeah, we kind of thought that all the dom- dominoes were falling, but a couple of them are still standing. So yeah, very interesting. Very interesting. But uh, NFL draft next week, hard to believe it's already here, starts next wow. Thursday night. It continues Friday and Saturday. So um, um,
1: one interesting thing to watch is the Dalvin Cook situation as well. Um, sounds like he, he wants out of Minnesota. Sounds like he wants to be in Miami. Um I've never been a big proponent of trading high draft picks for running backs or paying them a ton of money. So it'll be interesting to see what the Dolphins do, especially when they have very little cap space as is. But uh, there is growing um, speculation that he could be dealt or released uh, by thurs- next Thursday. So,
0: Yeah, it's an interesting situation to keep our eye on for sure. So, And yeah. then the Commanders uh, were sold. Last week, or I don't know if all the eyes have been dotted and t's been crossed, but for six billion, and so that passes the Broncos as the highest-paid uh, franchise sold in sports history. So yeah.
1: there is a report that somebody came in with seven billion right after it was sold for six billion. Um, I, I don't even know who who it was. I. It, it sounds like it's a pretty sketchy deal, uh, but it sounds like it's a done deal. Um, the NFL needed to get Dan Snyder out. Washington needed to get Dan Snyder away from that franchise. Now they can finally build a new stadium um, and finally have a little bit of respect left.
0: Yeah, yeah, they got some work to do there, but um, off the fresh start if they got rid of Dan Snyder, or get rid of yeah. Dan Snyder, that's for sure. Yep. That's for sure. So, well, I got some uh, word association for you, um, if my mouse will agree with me to bring this banner up, sponsor banner here. Um, okay, cool. I can't get my mouse over to... There we go. Uh, now i got to find it. There we are. Okay. So, uh, my dad, he likes to help me with word association lists, and he helped me again this week. Mm-hmm. He actually got it from Bleacher Report. But this is a fun list, though, I thought. Definitely one we've never done before. Since you're a resident now in the state of Illinois, and have been for, oh, one half years... We'll call it. Um, mm-hmm. These are the ten greatest athletes born in the state of Illinois, starting from it. number Let's ten. This is starting from number ten to number one, and this is Bleacher Report's rankings. Number ten, Dwayne Wade.
1: Dwayne Wade, yeah, from chi Town, went to Marquette. Um, one of the top, I would say, thirty to fifty basketball players ever. Yeah, clear um, Hall of Famer. Um. Yeah, he made it. He, uh, right. He's the reason. What? Oh, he, he just he got, got into the Hall of Fame. Year, right? <laughs> yeah, <just laughs> yeah. um, he he is the reason why Tom
0: Crean got the Indiana job. Yeah, he, Travis Diener, uh, Steve Novak. Yeah. But yeah, it was Dwayne Wade. It was it's Dwayne Wade. Team. Let's be honest. They were good teams. They were good teams. So he's number 10. Uh number nine, Kirby Puckett.
1: Kirby, rest in peace. Uh obviously hit that huge homer uh, in the world series and we'll see you tomorrow night in 19 uh I think that was 1991 1990 against uh the Atlanta Braves and then of course he's famous for robin homers he was just a great baseball player died way too young
0: easily the best twin of all time or is there an argument there
1: oh uh, no nah. Harmon Killebrew. Um, oh yeah i think he was a um, yeah he
0: was yeah there's I
1: forgot about there's him there's been a few other guys
0: we know you love joe mauer Oh, I'm Joe Maurer. Yeah. Number eight, Ricky Henderson.
1: Didn't know he's from Illinois. Um, fastest base stealer ever, greatest base stealer ever, I should say. Um, and I know he's more known for that, but that dude could hit, too. Um, which obviously, you got to get on a base of steel basis, but uh, I don't think we'll ever see that record come remotely close to being broken as steals, career steals record or
0: single season steals record. Can you name me every team that Ricky Henderson played for? Uh, Oakland.
1: Um, yes. New York Mets.
0: Um, yeah, Mets was a good I, one because he was only there one year in 1999.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I remember him playing for the Mets. That's why. Uh, he, he was a Yankee, I believe. Yes. he was. Um, he was a
0: Dodger, I believe. the last team he played for in 03. The guy played from 1979 to 2003. Holy cow.
1: I could I cannot. I'm I don't know why I can't think of any major league baseball team so right now.
0: So from in 79 through 84 he played for Oakland. 85 oh. through 88 he played for the Yankees. 89 he played for oh. the Blue Jays, and then he went back to We're New York Miami in 89. Then he went to Oakland in 89 through yeah. 92. Then he went to the Blue Jays in 93, then yeah, Oakland, 93, and then Toronto, 93. Why does this bouncing around so much? Then Oakland, 94, 95, then San Diego, 96, Toronto, 97, uh, and, and San Toronto? Diego's there. Then he, then he was in Anaheim in 97 for 32 I said games. I
1: just because I remember him, uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: then Oakland, 98, then the Mets, 99, then Toronto, then the Mets, then Seattle, Then the Padres, then the Red Sox, then the Dodgers.
1: Would not have gotten the Red Sox.
0: (laughs) That's why I knew it was a ton of teams. Like, he's probably the greatest athlete that's played for that many teams. Um, That's crazy. I mean, this guy's a Hall of Famer, but usually scrubs are bouncing around left and right like that. Uh, Number seven on Bleacher Report's list of the top ten greatest athletes born in the state of Illinois, Shannon Sharp.
1: Did not know he was born in uh the state of Illinois either. He was a non FBS football player, wasn't he? What school did he go to? It was like outcorn
0: Al- uh, school like think he... Yeah, yeah, you're you're on the right track. I'm I'm looking yeah. it up here.
1: Um he was one of the first guys that uh a t- of a tight end that could like stretch the field and actually catch the ball. Um he and Tony Gonzalez kind of revolutionized Kellen Winslow Sr. I was first, obviously, but uh, kind of revolutionized the uh, tight end position a little bit. I hate him though because he played for the Denver Broncos.
0: Well, I mean, I like him for that fact, but he is loudmouth on TV. I'll yeah, can, cannot stand him now. Um, didn't like him when he was with Baltimore either. Let's see where did I should have know where he, I should have known where he went to school. But let me see, uh, Savannah State. That's right. Ah, uh, seventh round pick pick 192 in a 1990 draft played for the Broncos from 1990 through 99 Ravens 2000 through 2001 and then the Broncos 0203. So yeah, three times Bowl yeah, champ. I went back. Yeah. Yep. 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 Went back when, uh, that was the Brian greasy era and about the Jay Cutler era was about, or in plumber plumber era, kind of yeah, greasy plumber. Um, next guy, number six, I'm probably going to butcher his last name. Ray, uh, Nischke, 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 oh, played yeah, for the Ray Packers, um, all pro linebacker in yeah, the 60s uh, for the Packers.
1: Linebacker, um, played at the University of Illinois. Um, They're kind of linebacker you there in the 60s, with Buckus and uh, Ray Nischke. Um Yeah, Hall, Hall of Fame linebacker. Um, was, he, was he the one that had no teeth in front, or was that Jack Lambert?
0: That was Lambert. Was Lambert. Yeah. Um, but, he yeah. might have not too, but Lambert, I know Lambert's famous for it. Yeah. Uh, next on the list, uh, Jackie Joyner kersey um, sprinter. Tennis I believe player? so. I believe she's Does a sprinter. Of yeah, course, was, my keyboard uh, doesn't want to work when I want to look up stuff.
1: Yeah, she. Yeah, she. I, I knew she was Olympian. Um, she uh, uh, won the heptathlon, or she was one of the all-time greatest athletes in the heptathlon, as well as long jump. She won three gold, one silver, two bronze. Um, thank you, Google. She is from East St. Louis, Illinois, which is not a nice part of Illinois.
0: She is 61 years old now. Could you beat her in a race?
1: No, no, I couldn't. I couldn't beat, uh, trying to think of a big guy. Um, (laughs) uh, all the big guys I'm thinking of are dead. (laughs) I bet you could, Uh, I bet you could beat
0: Prince Fielder in a race. I don't know, man. That guy was sneaky athletic. <laughs> I don't know what he's looking like nowadays, but yeah, I'd like to
1: see. I'll, uh, have this is off topic, but have you seen uh, Russell Okun uh, lately? Yeah, he's, or, he's uh, lost uh, like a
0: hundred pounds. Yeah, yeah, he he's like a hundred and ninety pounds now. He looks unbelievable. It, it's unbelievable what these linemen, is offensive linemen yeah. especially after like Nick Hardwick, Jeff Saturday, uh, Jeff Saturday did that, yeah. Yeah, a bunch of them were like right when they get on TV, first time you see them after they retire, it's like holy cow, looks like a whole different person. Yeah. They get off their diets, the mm-hmm. lineman diets, I should say. Yeah, the six thousand calorie diets. Isaiah Thomas. Um. Yeah, he's a Chicago boy. Uh.
1: Obviously, on the bad boy Pistons teams, went to Indiana. Um. One of the greatest point guards ever. Uh, he and Jordan have a funny relationship. It's a hate-hate relationship. They both hate each other. Um, and uh, the last dance did not make Isaiah look too good, and I, I know Isaiah was not too happy about it. because I, And I, it, it, was, it was a pretty biased take, too, to be honest, um, because I'm sure Isaiah wasn't as bad as Jordan made him out to be and all this, but, uh, yeah.
0: Well, and Isaiah was not a good general manager, was not a good coach. Terrible. Yeah. <laughs> because uh, he coached the Pacers. He coached Florida international. He coached and not was GM that. of the Knicks. Yep. Um, not good. Not good. Yep. Two, two more here. Otto Graham. Otto
1: Graham, Cleveland Brown. Is that who you, was mm-hmm. he with the Cleveland Browns quarterback? Um, He was probably one of those quarterbacks that threw more interceptions and touchdowns back in the day, but he was considered really good.
0: Oh, I'm going to look um, it up. I don't know what his, yeah. His uh, stats look like. Well, I bet he didn't throw that much back then. Probably uh, didn't. But uh... Let's see here. He did play for the Browns, wore number 14. I went to Northwestern. Fourth Ooh. round overall pick, pick in the draft. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to find some statistics here. Here we go. He completed 1,464. Passes. Uh, he attempted 2,626. completion percentage was 55.80. He had 174 <laughs> touchdowns to 135 picks, 23,584 passing yards, 882 rushing yards, 44 rushing touchdowns. And yeah, he was a head coach as well. He was 17, 22, and 3 as a head coach.
1: I don't care about the era they played in. They need to strip his Hall of Fame title. Strip strip his Hall of Fame, strip Namath, uh, Theismann. I know they won, but uh, Troy Aikman, that dude sucked. Brad, Bradshaw? Bradshaw. Not Theismann. Did I say Theismann? I was thinking yeah, you did. Bradshaw. Um,
0: strip it. He coached for Coast Guard Academy, the Washington Redskins, and then back to Coast Guard Academy. Hmm. Hmm. And lastly, on the list, the number one athlete born in the state of Illinois, one. according to Bleacher Report. Um, born in the state of Illinois. What sport? Football. I have no idea. Dick Buckus. You already talked about him earlier. Oh, I didn't. Yeah,
1: uh, yeah, one of the greatest linebackers ever. Uh, he has a statue at the University of Illinois. He's, he was hilarious on Twitter. Haven't seen him on Twitter in a while. I'm surprised um, he knows how to use Twitter, to be honest. Yeah, he, he was funny, too. Like, legitimately funny on there. Um, yeah, I mean, he was, he was a crazy guy.
0: Um, still hanging around. Um, my dad was surprised that uh, Derrick Rose was on, honorable mention. It didn't make the list.
1: Yeah, uh, man, what could have been?
0: Uh, my dad said his two favorite athletes born in the state of Illinois, Michael Alstott and Brian Cardinal, are his two favorites. <laughs> Who's your favorite? When... You have a favorite? Born in the state? Yeah. yeah. Uh... Probably
1: IO, Jasumu, maybe. It's a good one. Uh, D Brown, obviously, was one. James Oxy went to high school right up the road from where I live now. Um
0: I'm having a hard time
1: coming up with any to be honest.
0: I'd say uh mine's Aiden no O'Connell. <laughs> He's the only Purdue one I could think of oh. in my lifetime that was pretty good at football. I'm sure I'm forgetting other football ones, basketball. The only one I can think of no eastern, and I'm not putting him on my on yep. my favorites list. So yeah. uh, yep. But uh any more thoughts on the word association list? No, that was a good list. good list. Well, that list is brought to you by, like it is every week, Proforma Print 2 Promo Group. If you're looking for a trustworthy, dependable resource for your next trade show, company picnic, or sales meeting, Proforma Print 2 Promo Group has over 50 years' combined experience in promotional products and commercial print. They strive for fast and efficient response to all your print needs, so you need to look no further. Let them be your one-source print and promotional company today by giving Barbara Van Weinsberg a call at 574 574- Two one zero three eight one five, or you can email her directly at barba.vanweinsberg at forma.com Do you want to get educated? I always look like I need it because I really do need it, so let's do that.
1: On this day in 1925, New York Yankee Babe Ruth had ulcer surgery, probably due to his, uh, his constant smoking and hot dog eating. Probably and beer
0: didn't. drinking, all three, drink. but uh, that does they not sound... Ulcers do not sound fun. They do not.
1: They do not sound fun. Whatsoever. You know.
0: You know. Whenever I I hear ulcer, it just reminds me of Dumb and Dumber. Um, the yeah. bad one of the bad guys yeah. having that ulcer yep. attack from the from the peppers and the hot sauce mm-hmm. and whatever Lloyd and Harry put on his they, burger.
1: They gave him some rat poison, thinking it was his medicine to uh, calm it down.
0: <laughs> on this
1: day in 1933, the Chicago Bears won their first NFL game. Haven't won a whole lot since, to be honest. What year was that? 1933.
0: Well, you know what's crazy about the Bears is is they're one of they more the more popular franchises. In
1: 1933,
0: huh? Hmm. Yeah, that bad weather in spring compared to fall. But the crazy thing about the Bears, they're one of the more popular franchises, and always will be. Big market, you know, the eighty five team.
1: Yeah, but if it wasn't for that,
0: that, if it wasn't for that eighty five team, where would this team be? Because they've they've never won another Super Bowl. They made it. Um, if, and lost to the Colts in Super Bowl Forty One.
1: If they wouldn't have won that Super Bowl, we I think we'd view them like we view the Detroit Lions, to be honest.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: On on this day in nineteen thirty four, Fenway Park in Boston reopens after a major renovation, including a hand operated electronic scoreboard.
0: It's probably the last renovation.
1: It <laughs> yeah, it probably was. Uh, on this day, a lot of Boston marathons on this day in 1947, Jackie Robinson bunts for his first major league hit.
0: I couldn't have told you that was his first hit. And I watched the movie 42 Probably, I guarantee it was in there and I, yeah. I didn't recall it. So yeah. On
1: this day in 1953, Mickey mantle hit a 565 foot Homer in Washington, DC. Uh, I call BS on that. There's no way.
0: Yeah. He's got some, uh, some legendary tales of how far some of his home run balls flew. Yeah. Um, on
1: this day in 1976, the National League greatest comeback trailing 12 to one. The Philadelphia Phillies beat the Chicago Cubs 18 to 16 in 10 innings at Wrigley Field. Michael Jack Schmidt hit four consecutive homers.
0: I would have uh, liked to see that happen in, now, day in the yeah. age of Twitter, and see the J man's Twitter explode.
1: I talk about big cub killers, uh, but one that was before my time that is probably the greatest cub killer ever is Mike Schmidt. That dude hit like 70 homers against at least he's League.
0: a hall of famer, though. You know, yeah. I mean, at least it's not some it Joe Smo that <laughs> stinks happen. against everybody else, yeah, like a uh, Scooter Jeanette or something.
1: Yeah, good old Scooter. One of the, he is by far the most random four homer game. In NBA. Uh, that's that's so, why. NBA that's history. why. That's why.
0: That's the only thing I remember him for. Uh, uh, 1987.
1: Dr. J. Julius Ervin becomes the third NBA player to score 30,000 points. I wonder if they included his ABA time as well.
0: And, and I never thought he was that good a shooter. You know, he's just a high flyer. So it's interesting to, to hear yeah. that he uh, eclipsed that scoring mark so quickly. Yeah.
1: On this day in 1999, can you tell me who was the number one overall pick in the NFL draft? Is that
0: Courtney Brown? Same team. Wrong player. Orlando Pace. Nope. Oh, no, Same Penn team. State. Penn State. Nope. Penn State. Um Nope. No. Would Courtney Cle- Brown sorry, play for? Sorry. Cle- Cleveland Browns was the correct. Uh, oh. Oh. Tim Couch? Tim Couch. Yeah. Okay.
1: Okay. Cor- Courtney Brown was a Brown, right? Yeah. Brown? I
0: thought when you said same team, I thought you were talking college, and I got confused thinking he played at Iowa State okay. with Orlando Pace. So, yeah. I, I butchered uh, that pretty bad. That's going to do it
1: for uh, on this day this week. Hope you were uh... – Sufficiently educated.
0: I was. I learned some stuff I could do every week. Um, now I need to teach more people those. Uh, that-, that is the On to stay segment, which is brought to you by Like It Is Every Week in this year of 2023 by Mooney Woodcrafts. Mooney Woodcrafts is a veteran-owned and operated woodcraft shop based out of North Carolina with Indiana Grassroots. They provide 100% hand-cut custom designs to fit your needs, and their pieces are a great addition to any home, office, or man cave. You can see some of their recently- completed projects by visiting them on Facebook and Instagram at Mooney Woodcrafts. And if you simply let them know the Tannen J-Man show sent you, you get 15% off your order. Take advantage of that, people. Yes, sir. You want to talk some baseball? Let's do it.
1: Um, The Tampa Bay Rays were unbelievable. They won 13 in a row to start the season, uh, which... Uh, tied the best record ever, I believe, to start a season with, uh, let's see here. I'm pretty sure I favorited this, too. Um, no, I did not. Uh, I'm really bad about thinking I favorited stuff that I didn't know. <laughs> uh,
0: uh, he had good tied... attentions too. He had attentions <laughs> too, and it just didn't. Uh,
1: in the modern era, I think maybe the Milwaukee Brewers back in the 80s did it once, 84,
0: I think. I'll um, look it up. You said the best start but, uh, in, in MLB history?
1: Yeah, tied for the best start ever, I believe, um, if I'm not mistaken. But um, that's a really good division. Every team, well,
0: yeah, um, they tied the Braves and the Brewers. Both did it. Braves did 82, Brewers and 87, thirteen.
1: Okay, yeah, um, but they're 14 and two now. Four games up on the Yankees. Four games up on the Toronto Blue Jays. Baltimore's nine and seven. Boston's eight and nine. That's a really good division. Uh, But Boston finds himself six and a half games out already after
0: just
1: 17 games they've played. Um, But um, elsewhere around baseball, the Atlanta Braves have been the best team in the National League so far this year. They're not a surprise. Uh, No, they're they're always really good. Mets are 10 and six. They're good. Marlins are hanging in there. Phillies are struggling. Washington Nationals are absolute garbage. Uh NL Central, the Brewers are eleven and five. They've been real solid, pitching well, hitting well, though they did lose Brandon Woodruff, uh, one of their best starters t- um to an injury that he could be out um quite a while. Sounds like um
0: Arizona Diamondbacks, believe it or not, are leading the National League West at nine and seven. Yeah, I was looking at Stanley yesterday. That they stood out and the Pirates stood out. I know it's early, but being oh. second in the central, that's surprised. Yeah,
1: they're they're hanging in there, and they're without um, their uh, stud rookie shortstop O'Neill Cruz, who broke his ankle in game one, I think, game one or two. Uh, so they're hanging in there. I expect them to fall back. Cardinals are seven and nine. I expect them to come forward, and they'll be fine, um, unfortunately. Um, Dodgers are struggling so far a little bit. They're eight and eight. That, that lineup's not as good as it used to be. It's mainly Mookie Betts. You know. It, it is, is get, it's getting older um san diego padres have kind of been disappointment, but they're only a game and a half out so far way early giants are terrible rockies are arguably the worst team in the uh, national league um they're bad washington nationals are really bad though
0: but they're both 5 and 11 there's a team uh, in the al that's worse than all of them though the oakland athletics they yes, are that awful is-
1: they are 3 and 13 <laughs> um i have some stuff here favorited about the uh the oakland days and i actually do have at least one thing favorite about the oakland uh, <laughs> um did you know that in the coliseum that the um <laughs> away team uh cannot use the away team tv booth their tv guys cannot do you do you, do you know why did you hear this
0: no i just did that place he's demolished it's such a crap hole <laughs> I, I could give you like 10
1: guesses and there's no way you'd guess why. There is that is rats a, or
0: something? Real clear. Possum! Possum! There, I saw yes, it on Twitter. There, <laughs> there is a possum
1: living in the Away TV booth. <laughs> so they can't even utilize it. That's the world's um, largest possum.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: they have 9,000 people showing up uh, to these games. But... There is one Oakland Ace fan that has planned this huge thing. They are planning a reverse boycott night where they pack the Coliseum to show that the fans aren't the problem. So, uh, some random Tuesday night, they're going to have 45,000 people uh, show up. when and, I see it. And, and, and the suits will love it because they get the money. Um, yeah. They they need to leave. They they have needed to demolish that stadium
0: for yeah, oh. twenty years now. Yeah, when and the Raiders that, are playing there, they're having plumbing issues and like literal sewage yeah, was coming up.
1: Yeah, when they, they say when it rains, sewage rises up in the dugouts. <laughs> oh um, now now they have vermin just hanging out in the way TV. Uh, in the White TV booth.
0: They're yeah, terrible. They are awful. Um, they're going to lose like one hundred twenty games.
1: The Cubs play them this week, so I'm real nervous when you play a team that's 3-13 because <laughs> you 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 don't want to lose to them. They start a series tonight. Their pitching staff's terrible. Cubs are playing some really good baseball. They're 8-6. and They won their first series at Dodger Stadium since 2014 uh, yesterday, and they honestly should have swept them. They were up one uh, with two outs in the bottom of the ninth to give up a two-run single on Saturday. Um, they're slugging more than I think a lot of people thought they would. Uh, to date, and that mainly has to do with uh, Patrick Wisdom. Uh, was I think he's second in the National League in homers, he has six of them. Cody Bellinger starting to play really well, he's heating up a little bit. Uh, Ian Happ's been fantastic. Dansby Swanson's hitting 358. He has he already has five three hit games, uh, so far this season. Um, which is uh, the fastest to his fifth three plus hit regular season game, uh, with the Cubs, which is the uh. Uh, among players to appear in Chicago since 1900. So it's the fastest. And he has five of them through 13 games. So he has been as advertised. He's not hitting uh, for power yet either. So he's uh, he's just, I mean, he's hitting 358. Nico Horner's hitting 333. Uh Jan Gomes had the game of his life. The 35-year-old catcher hit two homers and stole a base on Friday. So they are getting um, production from about everyone in their lineup except from the first base spot, which was a major issue last year. It's become a major issue this year already. Eric Cosmer's terrible. Um, He has an OPS of 600. He has two extra base hits. Trey Mancini's been horrendous. He has been the least valuable player in the National League so far among qualified um, hitters. He's playing horrendous defense. Um, Their top hitting prospect right now is Matt Mervis, who is a first baseman who's been tearing up AAA ball since about July of last year. It is time to bring him up. Uh, This team has shown they can compete. And you don't want to waste having an Eric Cosmer and Trey Mancini get every day at bats at first base. Bring him up now. He's clearly ready. Um, You need production there in a spot that they have desperately needed production since they traded Anthony Rizzo away. Um, Say Suzuki's back. He had a homer. He's uh, he struggled so far. He's a little rusty, Uh, but just having him in that lineup uh, has proved huge already. Um, pitching has been fantastic. As I said, they're second in the national league in ERA bullpens had a little bit of some leaky moments, uh, but, uh, their top two starters, Justin Steele and Marcus Stroman have been arguably the best duo, um, in the national league so far this year, um, combined this year, they are, they have pitched 36 innings, only given up 19 hits, only four runs in 36 innings. They've struck out 38, only walked 14. Um, they have been just lights out. And since Justin Steele became a dad on July 11th, 2022, um, of last year, he has a 1.46 ERA. He has been one of the best starting pitchers in baseball completely. And, uh, people don't even know he exists really outside of Chicago. And a lot of that has to do with the Cubs not being very good last year and having okay expectations this year. But, uh, think, uh, I think the league's starting to uh, find out about him a little more. Um, but, uh, overall feel really good about where the Cubs are at. They have the Oakland A's, as I said, um, this week who are terrible, but again, it's in Oakland. They're going to be playing in front of 9,000 people, (laughs) um, nerve wracking, uh, man. And then then the Dodgers come to town for four. So that's not going to be easy either, especially after just taking two or three, but this will be the J man's book of prediction of the week. J-Man's optimistic. I think they go at least 4-3 and three this week and have a winning record um, through this week and uh, hang in there because um, their schedule has been pretty difficult. But they have they've proven that they're a pretty solid ball club and still cautiously optimistic. I mean, it's 14 games in. I've already seen people on Twitter say, this reminds me of 2015, dirt. Uh, not not, <laughs> not going to go there. I think they pitch really well, which will keep them in games. Defense will be good. Um, just... Keep playing games because they're about the same record this time last year, too, and then they flatlined. But this team just seems significantly better. Uh, but J-Man's book and purchase of week brought to you by Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance Agent Travis Watchering for Life, Home, Auto, Business, Renters, Workers' Comp, and Farm Insurance. Contact Travis at 219-869-4561. His email is travis.watchering at infb.com. Um, some other baseball stuff here. Through the first 222 games of the 2022 season, there were 398 home runs hit. Through the first 222 games of the 2023 season, there have been 515 home runs hit. Um, Did Manfred uh, juice the balls again? That is what I want to know. Wouldn't shock me. Or does it have to do with the pitch clock and all of that, where their pitchers aren't... I I don't I, I don't know. Time will time tell, to. I guess. Yeah, uh, but uh, more balls in play, uh, more action on the field, quicker games. Uh, this is the quickest average time of game since 1979. Two hours and 39 minutes is the last time it was below two hours and 40 minutes. So uh,
0: how are ratings doing? Does that help in ratings? Doing better.
1: Um, I think uh, we obviously won't know the full story till the end of the season. Um, but uh, yeah, I think fans are showing up more. Um, I'm just they, they, I'm just so glad they cut out dead time because there, there was a lot of dead time. You know, guys could just hold the ball and then they throw a pickoff, throw a pickoff, mm-hmm. throw a pickoff. Now you can only do it mm-hmm. twice. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're seeing more steals. Like Nico Horner has eight steals already. He's on pace for 90 steals this this season. Um, so yeah, I, I I'm liking the new rules. Um, I hate to give Manfred any sort of credit whatsoever, <laughs> so I'm not going to.
0: But okay. uh, fair enough. Yeah. So Giancarlo Stanton's hurt again. Imagine that. He has
1: been on the injured list forty percent of the time since 2019. Um he is Major League Baseball's version of Anthony Davis. <laughs> he's yeah. made of
0: glass.
1: Mm-hmm. Um I, I I don't get it if it's just unlucky. I mean, obviously he's in really good shape, but uh it's always a
0: hamstring, seems like. Yeah. Well, I'm not a very limber fella, supposedly. Nope. No, I guess. But uh, <laughs> Garrett Cole's pitching well for the Yankees, though. So
1: yeah, complete game shutout yesterday. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean y- Yankees will be there in the end. Uh, blue, that, that division's low; it's the best division in baseball, I would say. Um, just looking at, of course, it has been early, but even coming into the year, I mean, Baltimore's nine and seven, um, and they have a slim odds to make the postseason. Although, if they're in the National League, I think they could easily make the postseason. Yeah. But uh, being in that division. It does not help uh, matters whatsoever right but
0: right well i don't I don't have anything else
1: uh, any golf I saw um I saw Rory missed out on like what was it he lost three million dollars so he didn't play in the tournament yeah he like backed that? out of
0: this this was the second tournament I think this year that he was supposed to play and that he backed out of. Um, I do give props to John Rahm for playing in the RBC Heritage this week after winning the Masters. You know, a lot of people, if they win the Masters, they're exhausted. They don't want to go play golf the next week. He said, sure, it crossed his mind, but he said he committed to this tournament long before he won the Masters. He put himself in the fan's shoes, especially little kids' shoes, and said if I was in their shoes, I'd want to see the Masters champion play as well. So he played, he made the yeah. cut. He wasn't in contention, but he made the cut. And then after he made the cut, he went up to the announcer's booth and called some of the action along with the guys and did a really good job. Cool. So that was That's neat. Really cool. uh, Ricky Fowler had it rolling for a little bit this weekend and ended up tied for 15th. Um, Kind of lost some some momentum yesterday. Um, He was four shots back from the league going into yesterday and then just didn't put it together. He's getting close. He's 52nd in the world now. He's almost in the top 50, which will get him into some tournaments, some bigger ones down the line. He's taking two weeks off. So he's getting close. You're seeing signs, but once again, the consistency for four rounds just isn't there. And then it was a great playoff. Matthew Fitzpatrick outlasts Jordan Spieth in a four-hole playoff. looked like Jordan had a one-on-one point and the ball lipped out on a putt. Then Matthew hit a great shot at the end and stuck within a foot. And Matthew said this is the biggest tournament he's ever won, bigger than the U.S. Open he won last year. And he says that because he'd been going to Harbortown since he was six years old. So this is really close to his heart and cool to see him get it done. And and Jordan Jordan keeps knocking on the door. Um, He just can't kick it down quite yet.
1: Yeah. He, he kind of had some down years, but it feels like he's yeah. kind of back.
0: Yeah, he's back. He just doesn't have the wins. I think he won once last year, or maybe it was two years ago. Mm-hmm. But he's constantly in contention now, and he's always a guy you can pick to win a tournament.
1: So. Yeah, it's a pretty safe choice.
0: Yep, yep.
1: Uh, might as well get into birdie bogey here real quick because we, okay. we usually run out of time <laughs> to do yes. birdie bogey. Yes, we do. Yeah. Um, Steph Curry, Draymond Green, and Klay Thompson have won ninety-three playoff games together, which is tied for third most by any trio in NBA history. Can you name the team or the trio that has
0: the most? I think I got it. I think it's Tim Duncan, Tony Parker, and Manu Ginobili. You got it. All right, we got a birdie. Give me a birdie. Yep. I think we we we've either had that before, or had something really close to yeah. that before, and but Spurs Spurs. It's just kind of like the Patriots and NFL and the Cardinals in baseball. Yeah. They win so much, or historically for a while, for two decades, won so much. They're always a safe guess. So yeah,
1: I, yeah. Right when I read it, I'm like, I think we've had this. But oh, I, thank you, Jay. Man, I, I'll
0: take the birdie to give me a I one stroke lead.
1: Didn't think that when I saved it over the weekend, <laughs> when it was coming out of my mouth, like I think we, I think we've had this before. No. Um, so it's only one I, stroke lead. It's
0: anybody's ball game. A lot yeah. of birdie or bogey questions left this year. That's right. But That's right. Uh, while we got a little time remaining, uh, go ahead and subscribe wherever you like to listen to your podcast at, the Tan J man show. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at 10 and J man show. Um, you can follow Josh and myself on Twitter and Instagram at 10 early 92 at month dog 16. And um, if you want to buy some merchandise and support a great podcast, look great doing so 10 and J man show I, w- I just ordered myself a 10 and J man show hat. Should be here soon, so I'll be rocking down the podcast when I get it. But we got hats, T-shirts, coffee mugs, pint glasses, whatever you want. We probably got it. If not, maybe we can get it for you. So, uh, got a lot of great stuff. Go check that out. Maybe a promo code will be coming your way too.
1: Yes, sir. Well, I think we're going to have to wrap this thing up about 30 seconds short, but – uh Thanks for watching the Tan and j Man Show live on the ISC Sports Network. You can listen to us tomorrow. Tanner always has it up about seven in the morning. I would say um, out there on your podcast platforms. Have a fantastic week, everybody, and we'll be back at it for, with one of our favorite shows of the year. Well, fa- favorite events of the year: the NFL Draft. And uh, Tanner will have a uh, mock draft for you, so we can see uh, how many picks he gets right or wrong.
0: It'll be, it'll be, uh, it'll be bad. That, that
1: one year you got, what,
0: like eight in a row something like that? Yeah, I, I beat a lot of analysts. I got a screenshot. I'll have to bring it up next week. I got a screenshot on my phone, so I'll have to bring it up because I like to brag about it.
1: <laughs> Thanks for watching. We will see you next Monday.